So our political parties are built on a mistake. They're built on the problem of right versus left, and, the, and it goes back historically. And it's come come to there is kind of a right in um, America and a left, but those coalitions are are not the same across the planet. There's no reason why being pro or anti-gun should have anything to do with being pro or anti-abortion or taxes or social security or <laughs> so those those do have philosophical elements to them but there's no reason any of them should have anything to do with detangling health insurance from employment and a lot of things that aren't or shouldn't be political a lot of people noted that you know um, Al Gore was um, a Democrat ran for president one of the most famous Democrats alive at the time and he went hard for climate change. And a lot of people that agreed with him scientifically said, you know, we shouldn't make this into a political issue. There's no, why don't we have a scientist talking instead of a politician? Why, why do we have to make this so political? So there's, there's a problem of issues getting all tangled up and uh, guilt by association and like, oh, we're going to defend this because uh, we've just historically always defended this. And, and there's a lot of issues that shouldn't be political at all, but we make unnecessarily, unnecessarily political because of the, our system of politics. So bigger or smaller government gets to a fundamental nature of, it gets to the fundamental nature of freedom and how government has power and what government power, uh, what's the leg legitimate use of government power, you know. It, so big government and small government kind of gets to those issues. But what about efficient government or effective government? What about um, consolidation of redundant departments and you know you wouldn't fire anyone um, you you would uh, keep them around until they retired but um, do we need 300 different jobs programs you know why don't we see which jobs program is the most effective and have 10 jobs programs. We've, we've literally got hundreds, if not thousands of different federal, state, city. <laughs> and okay, I'm just talking out loud. I have a full-time job doing electrical engineering. And so what I just said there was stupid. I mean, obviously you're gonna still have separate federal and state and city jobs programs 
But there, there's hundreds of federal jobs programs, all with their own website and administrative assistance and head and uh, overhead and uh, approval process and bureaucracy and someone giving out jobs. And it's just <clears throat> so is efficiency a political thing? How about effectiveness? Like uh, when you give a dollar towards um, teachers or um, children or homeless, um, how, how much of those dollars get to the recipient? And how much you know goes to the bureaucracy or is wasted um, in different ways? So, is, is efficiency a, uh, a political issue? Um, I think that it shouldn't be. I think that Democrats should want to do the most good per, with each dollar. They want to eliminate the most amount of suffering. And uh, prioritizing things shouldn't be a political issue. It shouldn't be partisan. <sighs> the partisanship is what ruins everything. It's possible for us to bracket all of these political issues, big government, small government, um, pull yourself up from your bootstraps, or, you know, we can, we can set a lot of these issues aside and say we'll determine those later but let's get the low-hanging fruit first we need a low-hanging fruit political party a non-partisan party that only goes after the low-hanging fruit and we're going to base our decision based on cost-benefit analysis and I have described this in my other post. I'm going to try not to repeat myself very much. Um, but we could, there's different cost-benefit analysis for each pol policy. Um, and maybe you have different think tank tanks that do them. And we can just start by averaging the cost and the benefits, the total cost and the total benefits from different think tanks. So some, some think tank might think that this has more benefits and this, this other one has, you know, less benefits or, you know, uh, or this, or you're, you're going to do ranges. Like this one has a total net benefit of $10 million over 10 years, but it's probably going to be somewhere, you know, you would say it's 90% confidence interval between nine and 11 did I say billion or million? Whatever. <clears throat> it, it, there's going to be a, a range of likely benefits, but we can we can average those, and or that we could we could do a weighted average, where the organizations that have had more, <laughs> we could weight each prediction based on the previous success from that organization. 
So the Congressional Budget Office um, does a cost-benefit analysis for uh, different policies, and they do the economic impact or the social impact or the uh, um, budget impact for, for uh, different policies. But it has a track record. And, you know, are they usually within 90%? Well, we're only, if they're usually, if on average they're within 90% uh, accuracy, we know how much to trust them. We trust them about 90%. It's better than nothing. But why do we have to have all of these stupid arguments about, oh, you know, this is the best policy. Well, how? Why? Show it to me. Prove it. No, I'm just going to give you a bunch of arguments and, and I'm going to sell advertisements saying that it really is the best policy. And, you know, I've got 30 seconds and, and uh, I, I just proved it. I proved it. You know, take it to the bank. This is the best policy because of a 30-second argument I just spit out all over the radios and the... Or I'm your best candidate. Trust me. Why do we have to trust anyone? Why can't we see the math? In, in college or, you know, when you're getting your degree in high school, could you tell your teacher, trust me, I understand it? No. Jerry Maguire and your teacher said, show me the money, show me the math. Well, we need a political party that does the same thing. Show me the money. Show me the calculation that this policy really is 30% better than this policy. And why can't we do it? Why do we have these stupid arguments? You got the Republicans saying, hey, this is your best on Fox News. And Democrats saying, oh, it's not going to work. And the Democrats give a good argument. But so did the Republicans. And the Democrats' arguments is valid, but so is the Republicans. And that's because each side has hundreds of semi-valid arguments supporting their conclusion. But just because you have valid arguments supporting your conclusion doesn't mean it's the best policy. Let's compare this policy to the other policies. Oh, no, no, let's just pretend that us arguing about it proves anything. Yeah, and so you watch, watch Fox News and they make some great points. You watch MSNBC and they make some great points. And some of their points are stupid. But are they scored? Are they ranked? Oh, you know, like in the Olympics you have a, a validity score. I mean, oh, that was a very, that was a perfect example of a valid backflip off that diving board. You know, he, he did it perfectly. Oh, wh why don't we have a ranking system? And I know we sort of do, but they're all, they're all biased. They're all biased. What's the poly fact? and the, uh, the stupid website that does the uh, scale. They're owned by someone who's not really independent and they're selling advertisements on their website. Oh, why can't we just start a GitHub where we um, create an open source forum for outlining all of the reasons that uh, uh, um, a certain cost or benefit or risk is more or less likely. And we'll get a GitHub together 
and the political party is built around this GitHub effort. It's GitHub democracy. We're going to use the millions and tens of millions and probably billions of hours, um, eh, tens of millions of hours, that we have each year that we waste talking about politics and debating politics on Facebook in disorganized corners all over the world, reading books uh, that aren't connected or linked to each other. We're, we're dumping all of this information into our brains, but our brains are not connected to each other except through our words, and it's such a disorganized process. Why can't we just put all of our arguments out on the internet where they're all connected to each other and where they're all linked to each other. And if you strengthen all of the assumptions for a conclusion, you're going to strengthen all of the conclusions that are built on that conclusion. I'm sorry. Let's just say you strengthen an argument. If you do it right on the internet, if you strengthen an argument, you thereby also strengthen all conclusions that use that argument as an assumption. We have the technology. We, we have the ability to blow up the planet and go to the moon. We also have, if we wanted it, if only we wanted it, we have the ability to outline all of the arguments that all of our philosophers have ever put out and see how they all link to each other how they all support and contradict each other, how they all map. We, ha we have mapped every single store on this planet with a Google car that drives by and, and, and takes a new picture of the store every year. We have photo imagery of every single store in our country. But we've never done a good map of any of the reasons to agree or disagree with anything. Oh, you want to understand something? Well, you have to read every single book because every idea is related. And so you have to just read every single, oh, oh, you want to know anything about anything? Just read every single book that's ever been written. And that's, that's what we're telling our kids kind of. Um, I mean, how many books are there for, uh, about Rome and the fall of Rome? There's thousands of books. Why not just take all of the arguments in each of those books and uh, connect them, connect them up and see how many of those arguments in those books are valid and how many of them are kind of stupid and been disproven. Uh, we need the ability to think collectively and argue effectively. And all of these separate arguments on Twitter and Facebook and every different form, all of this redundancy is killing us. It's killing our ability to think and talk. And it's stupid. And the internet and computers, they could do so much more. Let's do it. Go to GitHub. Google GitHub Democracy. And help Google Mike Lobb. My Club, M-Y-C-L-O-B, on Twitter. Um, follow me. I have no followers at all. Um, follow me 
and help me uh, and the whoever else helps me help help me f- create a new political party that that does a cost benefit analysis for every decision open online and we're going to average other cost benefit analysis and we're going to we're going to um, rank the analysis from from other websites and we're going to rank uh, predictions based on the validity of past predictions and the accuracy of past predictions and then we're going to rank the, the likelihood of each cost benefit or risk based on the arguments that the cost benefit or risk is more or less likely anyways thanks i look forward to it it's gonna be awesome please contact me okay bye